Hi, pals! <clears throat> Hi, pals! And welcome to the Disneyland Paris show. Here's your hosts, Lucy, Chris, and Hugh. <laughs> Gosh! And now, Disneyland Paris news. Disneyland Paris continues to expand its digital capabilities, now offering online check-in for all resort hotels. A third book in the Disneyland Paris attraction series has been released. Space Mountain from Earth to the Stars covers the eponymous attraction and costs 22 euros. Project to retheme the studio's tram tour, due to open later this year, has been renamed from Cars Route 66 Road Trip to simply Cars Road Trip. Disneyland Paris has scheduled Disney's magical fireworks and bonfire for November the 2nd, 4th and 8th, 2021 on Lake Disney. Hi guys! Do you know, I just have to get this off my chest. I listen to it every week and I forget to mention it. You know our news jingle? There's um, a little bit at the end where just as it's about to go into the bongs, Hugh goes, news. And it really makes me want to snort laugh every single week. But by the time uh, we've finished off... That's not me. That is... um, uh, What's the guy from the day to day uh, on Hanra Hanrahan? When he goes, oh. news! News! Um, it's Peter O'Hanra Hanrahan. Peter O'Hanrahan. That's the Hanrahan. clip. Uh, uh, there's a bit where... It was important we got that right. There's a sketch on the day-to-day of... Uh, it might be on Brass Eye as well. And mm. uh, there's this idiot reporter called Peter O'Hanra Hanrahan. And he's always winging it. And there's a bit where he says... Uh, the anchorman says, um, Peter, what would it say on your um, on your tombstone? And he goes, News! <laughs> and that's that sound effect. It's very it. nicely edited on our uh, our jingle. I appreciate it, and I've never told and you how much I appreciate it. The first time we ever used it, uh, when Chris dropped it in, he, he sort of, uh, I think he dipped the sound out just before mm-hmm. he said news. So I said, oh, Chris, if you don't mind, next time, can you wait until he says news? There's also, um, <laughs> I've, I've kind of had to think a bit more now because because the intro music when i set it up this is really interesting for everybody isn't it but when, when i set this up and we've, we've been using it for the live shows it was one track that went right through to the first bong but since we started doing it differently last week i now have the Separate intro music bongs. then i have the news then i have the bong so i have to remember about that particular piece which so far i haven't remembered but i might have just about luckily managed to avoid cocking it up separate bongs separate bongs Right, so we've got some pieces of news there. Shall we chat about them? Do we have anyone say hello to in the chat, Hugh, before we carry on? No. No. We do, really. really. (laughs) Is it a ghost town down there? Hannah Marie's here. Andrew Palmer's here. Mark Chester. It's the gang. It's the chaps and chapette. (laughs) It's the crew. It is. The Disney Street pals. Excellent. Right, so... And um... some more lurking. (gasps) Lurkers. There's always lurking. Helen Macaro says, good evening. Hello, Helen. Actually, she just says evening. Just evening, not good. Um, <laughs> but a kiss, and it is Valentine's Day. Aww. So, 
if there's anything good that's come out of uh, COVID and the related lockdowns, and to be fair, there are quite a few good things, in my opinion, that have come out of them, theme park related. Um, Disneyland Paris getting its poo together with regards <laughs> to using... That's the kind of bit that I'd edit out afterwards if it wasn't live. <laughs> I use the clean word, though. Getting its stuff together um, when, when it comes to things that you can do online, on phones and digitally is one thing. It, mm. It's kind of had its hands fast, hasn't it, Disneyland Paris? It's Somewhat, been a decade yeah. behind the times already and it's been fast. And the, most late, the latest one is online check-in, which has been available for so many major hotel chains and things for years and years and years. Disneyland Paris have never done it for whatever reason. But now they're in a situation where they can, uh, they can and they are doing it. Mm-hmm. And I presume that that will take full effect as soon as um, the hotels are back open again. They can and they are. They can. They no. can. No, no, Hugh, no, no. Um, the differences between this and we... We've experienced this at Disney World, but the thing is that it's not available for international guests at Disney World because you have to go and pick up your magic bands. Your magic bands. Whereas um, domestic guests at Disney World, they do online check-in. You use your phone. um, They get sent their magic bands in the post, which um, international guests don't. Mm -hmm. And you can also use your phone as your room key because it's got the, the... What's the initial? V V R technology, you know. Yeah, you know the technology I'm on about. I can't remember what the initials are. Um, NFC. Yeah, that sounds no. like it. Anyway, <laughs> so they can get into their rooms using their mobile phones or their magic bands if they've been sent them in the post. Unfortunately, because we don't have that at Disneyland Paris, you still have to visit the front desk. Mm-hmm. But the point is, all your forms will have been fill out, you, filled out. You'll have been issued with a room number. Um, you'll have signed any waivers, etc., etc. You'll have done all that online before you arrive at the desk. And then it's almost like a click and collect thing then. You just go to the desk, show a number and get given your room key. Um, and presumably any dining vouchers that you may be owed, although we know they're not selling those at the moment. Have they cancelled people who'd previously got its plans as well? No, no. Then, like, they're Magic Breaks, for instance, those. are still selling <laughs> packages. So are they? How that works exactly, I don't know. Right. Yeah. So you still need to go to the desk for that reason. So it hasn't entirely eliminated the check-in procedure. But, my goodness, I, I think it'll... They're cut down the lines anyway. When I went for Run Disney, the thing is with Run Disney, with it being a weekend event, is everyone arrives at the same within the same two hour period for a massive event that you know, mm-hmm. all on Friday afternoon, everyone's arriving. And I think I queued for over an hour for the front desk that time. Now, to be fair, it's never been that bad since. Um, but we usually go straight to the parks anyway, and then go back to the hotel at a mark. You know, not at check-in time. Yeah, yeah. So a less busy time. Um, but that's good. So that's reducing the amount of time you spend queuing and breathing on the receptionists. In theory. Which is what it's all about. Nobody <laughs> wants to breathe on receptionists, do they? Ooh. Not not again. No. Especially not You've on You've had warnings, haven't you? Uh, what, what, only one warning. Oh, good. Sorry, warning. It was You've very had a... stern yes. and very French. <laughs> 
<laughs> Matt Chester says, an unrelated question. Yes. Ooh. And then nothing. Uh, Does he mean, would asking... you like an unrelated question? Yeah, he might be asking permission oh, yes, for an unrelated yeah. question. Permission to speak, sir. <laughs> yeah. Tell me when that unrelated question comes through, Hugh. Cop- I'm Corporal Jones. Hand over to Chris to infuse about the next piece of news. Uh, I'll just tell you about this book. It is limited edition. It's not available online, but uh, it is expected to stay in stock and be restocked for the foreseeable future. So they're saying it's limited edition, but they're saying, don't worry, it won't sell out. Good. Which I suppose is a comfort, because you're going to have to wait for a pal to go over and get it for you, aren't you? It's certainly seeming that way, yes. Although I did manage to get the Phantom Manor book via Shop Disney eventually. Did you? Yeah, so you never know. You never, never know. It might yeah. come on. I, I mentioned a book a, a couple of weeks ago to Chris and I said, uh, I don't tell you about it. Cause I don't want to give anything away because uh, I'll probably get you one. And uh, then he, he tweeted me saying, did you mean this book? And I'd forgotten about this other conversation. I was like, what? What are you talking about? <laughs> but no, it's not this book. Oh. It's another one. Ooh. Well, that is exciting. Unre- I've got the unrelated question. Well, Go let's on, just then. finish talking okay. about the book. Oh. Okay. I was going to say, let's finish talking about the book. I was just going to hand to you, Chris, and say yeah. you've got the other two in the series. You're a big fan of them. Well, we picked one of them up for you. You got the other one online. So are you going to be buying this? Are you excited about it? Of course he is. Look at him. What I'm most excited about <laughs> is the feel of the book and the smell of it, because both of the other two books have had very distinctive different smells to them and they're both textured really nicely i can already see from the photographs i've seen that this one's got a nice texture to it as well so i imagine it will also have some kind of smell now <laughs> um what i will is also it say theme about... smells or is it just accidental like does the pirate one yeah i think it's wrong? just accidental i, th- I think oh, possibly okay. the uh the, the pirates one smelt more french because you guys brought it back from <laughs> france and then the other one had been in a uh, warehouse somewhere, possibly. That's, oh, that's no, what it's thinking. because we we bought some uh, baguettes on the way back <laughs> and, and, we, and we put it in the same bag. Ah, that's yeah. probably it. Yeah, that, There's that's, a couple that's of snails crawling on it as well. Um, but what I will say about those two books, um, and I guess this one will be the same, is they're a really nice kind of wander around the history of the ride, which is really good. Um, they're in French and English. In English? Yeah, they are in French and English. You're not even. You're not even in English. <laughs> They're in French and English. However, um, from what I can gather to, for the other two books, they are in French and translated into English, because mm. at times the English is a little bit questionable. Yes. But I've got the twenty-fifth anniversary book, and it's very similar. They mm-hmm. do the paragraph, then they do the paragraph again. Um, in both languages and it just there's nothing wrong with the language it just doesn't scan you know and a sentence just feels a bit clunky but they're very nice to look at and they're very nice to have so Mm. in that sense uh, any of these I would go out and get them anyway because I'm a fan of the rides and uh, and so it's really cool and just on that point by the way you know my my whole quest to find um, the uh, the Disneyland Paris book the from sketch to reality book I discovered the other day that they have actually made an ebook of it that is widely available in French and fairly available in English. Now it costs twenty euros, I think, ish from what from the digging that I've done, but it's slightly more up to date than the original book was. So I think I've kind of decided I'm going to make a, a dive and get that, and then if I find it at a reasonable price at some point in the future, then maybe I'll buy it. 
There you go. Would you consider printing it out and putting it in a little binder? Do you know what? I Getting might one just of those do that. Get on the spines. Oh no! I'd, I'd have to get a proper, like a, proper oh, yeah. nice cover for it, and it, uh, yeah. and then make it get scented it nice. so it's got a good smell and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. The unrelated question mm. mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, from Mark Chester: If we manage to get to stay at DLH in DLP this December, mm-hmm. how do we get a park view room? Ooh. Um. You, well, you have to pay extra pay for, for them, <laughs> isn't it? A preferred room. I think so. Yeah. Is it classed as a preferred room? But you can be you can be very sneaky about room requests. You have to do a bit of digging and research and kind of know what flaws and what direction. And if you say something like, "Is it possible?" I don't know what the flaws and directions that you you'll need. But if it's like, "Is it possible to have a fifth floor?" South facing room, then they might get you a room that isn't the, in the preferred category, but is as close as damn it because you've sort of requested that thing. And you can often get rooms that aren't park, I think park facing ones you have to pay extra. But you can get rooms that if you lean around your balcony, you can see the park, but they would never put them in the preferred category because they're not technically, but they're as good as. Mm-hmm. But you have to kind of know what those rooms are. And then ask for them in a rather non-specified way, mm. if you get what I mean. But I'm sorry, I can't help. Um, it, the best thing to do, I think, is to go on a forum, uh, one of the Facebook forums, any one of them. There's two or three really good planning forums and say, has anyone stayed in a room and managed to get a park view? What was your room? And then if the sale house was on the third floor and it was on the west wing, then ask for a third floor west wing thing. Would you remember that? Or, you know, they'd have to go and look at their... Um... Some people really do remember. <laughs> They'll remember exactly what the room number was. I don't remember any room number that I've ever stayed in. Um, no. Hannah Marie said that she thought the DLP hotel was closed this year. Max saying uh, it's hoping, to be, uh, hoping refurbishment will be done by then. Y- yeah. If not, you'll end up in Newport Bay and it's nice there. It might not be quite what you want, though. That's the only thing. Yeah, they did originally say it did say if it's so if we get to yeah, it in yeah. December, they did say it was going to be a twelve month refurbishment, and we don't know when they started the refurbishment because it's technically been closed for nearly a year mm-hmm. already, hasn't it? Mm-hmm. But we don't know when they started it, and we know that it's not been given an opening date yet. They probably won't give an opening date till they are midway through the refurb, and they can foresee how long it's going to take. What they want to do is uh, like in um, Return of the Jedi is get the Emperor down when they're building the second Death Star. You know, and he's like, he's like, oh no, they don't get the Emperor down. They get Vader down to sort of get him going. And he says, oh, like, you know, we're working as hard as we can. The Emperor, he asks too much. And then he says, well, you can tell him yourself because he's, he's, he's come in. And then the guy suddenly goes, efforts will be doubled. doubled. That, saying... That's what they need here. They need, they, need, uh, they need to get the Emperor down, whatever the equivalent is in uh, Disneyland Paris. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously Scare him like, into it. We will double our efforts. That's what he says. Chapek's coming. <laughs> Chapek himself. We, we will double our efforts. That would scare anyone there, like mm. Luther. Um, okay, so. Oh, this is, this is one of those stories. It's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, nice. Mm. Um, the studio's tram tour is no longer going to be called Cars Route 66 Road Trip, which I've seen artwork for. Mm. It's now going to simply be called Cars Road Trip. So, Does that mean we need to lower our expectations? 
It's an unconfirmed rumour, but the suspect that... It, no, it's not an unconfirmed rumour it's happening. It's definitely happening. Mm. But the rumour is that it's something to do with um, licensing in Europe. It's, it's not because suppose. at one point it was going to be all flashing, like really reminiscent of Route 66, and then they thought... Yeah, we can't do that. It's still just going to be a back lot. So let's take the Route yeah. 66 bit out. <laughs> is it because uh, in Star Wars, Order 66 is the Emperor's um, command to destroy all the Jedi? Could be. Execute Order 66. Emperor on the brain today. That could be it. Do it. Um. So I think that this appears to be nearing completion. There's been lots of... Go on, Hugh, what do you want to say? It's like with the Emperor. No, I, I was, was going to say, I, it's kind of a shame. I like the Route 66. It just gives it a bit of something. Mm. It, I like, hopefully there'll be signage there, so, so it will kind of still be considered Route 66. I like the but badges just, as well that we used in the Cars are road trip. There's just nothing, that is it? Cars are road trip. Right, there's another possibility here. There's been a bit of eye-rolling for several years about the, the names of attractions in Disneyland Paris particularly and I'll be honest I can't even remember what its full name is the Ratatouille Adventure a Kitchen Catastrophe or something <laughs> is that Nobody what it's called? It, that. it is something like that I might look on the um... the Ratatouille ride yeah it's, yeah, it's ridiculous it is it? Ratatouille in that time when he fell through a window and went on an adventure being chased but by has, various different has people has anyone ever called it other than Ratatouille <laughs> It's our Remy's Ratatouille adventure, and then there's a curl on, and there's something else I can't remember. It's yeah. ridiculous, anyway. Is it desperately and I specific? It is, <laughs> and also it then needs translating into two languages as well, as Which if is, it wasn't hard enough. Ratatouille, l'aventure totalement toqué de Remy. Right, so that's the French version, uh, and that means in English, in English that's uh, Ratatouille's crazy adventure. No, it's not. It's um, Remy's total... Oh, that's close. Total adventure. Re- Remy's totally zany adventure. Wow. Is that what it is? Zany. Hey, zany. I didn't, rem- I didn't remember that. But it's Ratatouille. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I just wonder if at some, you know, customer feedback or some round table somewhere, people have gone, there's too many words. But I actually think Route 66 is a little more catchy than... His totally zany adventure, Remy's Ratatouille totally zany adventure. They'd have been better um, getting rid of the other bit and keeping Route 66 and just calling it Cars Route 66, surely. That would have Yeah, rather better. than the road trip. Because mm-hmm. you don't need to know it's a road trip, especially if you're sitting in a car going road on trip. a trip. Road so, trip. Anyway, mm. who knows why. I hope it doesn't set it back too much with rebranding because we have already seen the branding for this. But the hope is there's been so much artwork coming out and photographs and construction news. Mm-hmm. I think this is quite close to opening. I wonder even, this might be me being overly optimistic, if it's going to reopen with the park in April. Here she Ooh, goes. Wouldn't that be good? <laughs> is that unlikely? Because they want to draw a crowd for an opening of a new ride, don't Maybe. they? Maybe. No, not at the moment. Because of social, well, no, that's so, the, social distancing. That's what I mean. They don't want to draw a crowd at the moment. So mm-hmm. they might not open a new ride because they want to draw a crowd for a ride. Mm-hmm. know. Right. The marks are at it in the chat, just to warn you. Are they? Mm. Yeah, that's no, uh, Mark Riley's beard. Uh, <laughs> c- confirming the name of the, uh, the, the Ratatouille ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. Good, because you know, none of us can enjoy that ride until we get eight words out of our mouth. 
Um, <laughs> right, the final piece of news, and that is that Disney's Magical Fireworks and Bonfire is scheduled for November the 2nd, 4th and the 8th of 2021 on Lake Disney. A couple of things here. They think there's going to be fireworks in November, which I am delighted about, because um, that would be a crowd-pulling thing. I hope they're not going to do... I, I don't think they could do a socially distanced version of that if it's on Lake Disney, because that's a non-ticketed area yeah. of the resort, so they the, the really can't reduce numbers effectively. They can give you spots to stand on, but that would be very hard to police, particularly because it's in a round area. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's good. They are, obviously, they can cancel this at, this at any point. Just because they're advertising, it doesn't mean it's 100%. Um, but they're also not pessimistic enough to not organise it, which I think is a good thing. My second thought is, why isn't it on the 5th? It's on the 2nd, the 4th and the 8th. Oh, yeah. Because I'm presuming this is a nod to the British holiday, 5th of, you know... But yeah, maybe they're mm. so so, af- Fox, so right. afraid of our reverence of such a magnificent day that our they, that they thought, oh, we couldn't possibly do it on the actual day because no one will be here for that. It'll be empty of Brits because they'll be at home so, celebrating it because, you know. It also says there's a bonfire. Does that mean that they're going to have like some kind of big metal float in the middle of Lake Disney that they're going to chuck a load of wood on and set on fire? I don't know, Chris, and I really wish I'd looked into this a little further before... We came on tonight's show because I think this might be the third one they've done. I know they haven't done it. I know it's not decades long, but they have done a couple before. You should chuck Pinocchio on. Um, it's like, <laughs> oh, I'm a real boy. I'm a real boy. <laughs> and I don't know how to, I don't know how to do the bonfire, or whether it's just kind of a nod to the fact that it's bonfire night. Mm-hmm. No idea. But yeah, it's not on the fifth. I presume that they have to reset because it's the second, the fourth, and the eighth. Um, maybe it's something to do with certain days of the week and they can't get licensing in the local area. Could be. Or maybe they just don't care. They're like, oh, it's close enough. Close <laughs> enough. Who cares? I mean, it seems likely. Mm. <laughs> I do not know so what this thing is. So there's, there's Guy Fox turning in his grave going I got myself beheaded and you guys don't even honour the day um, but was, was he beheaded? Uh, was he hung drawn and quartered? <laughs> I don't know man he was messed up you would have thought he'd have been burnt on top of a fire and that's why we celebrate it in the way we do by putting but I don't a, I don't actually by putting a guy on the bonfire yeah. That's how we celebrate, isn't it? Put a guy on Right, I'm going to ask Google, how did Guy Fawkes <laughs> die? How did Guy Fawkes die? Maybe you can tell us in the chat. So the 2021s were cancelled. Right, yes. That, that's my other thing. So they, they, they've missed a year for this. But they have officially cancelled a lot of events running up to then, yes? He <laughs> uh, was going to be executed opposite the apartment building, but he fell or jumped from the gallows ladder... And died as a result of having broken his neck. Wow! Uh, I never knew that. No, a lot did. Well, a lot did that because I think he was going to be hung, drawn, and quartered, which means they cut you down when you're still alive and then give you a gruesome death. But you want to die instantly, don't you? Because it's better. This is fun. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody! <laughs> yeah, Disney chat at its best. 
So they've cancelled they've um, cancelled a lot of things officially, such as we talked about last week, the Pride events and the Electroland events, but this one they're storming ahead with. So maybe that gives us an idea for the time frame that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Hannah Marie says uh, they had super cheap tickets for the event through the Dutch DLP last time, so mm-hmm. don't think it was huge last time they did it. Oh, mm-hmm. but you had tickets, Hannah Marie. You had tickets. Ah, but was it on Lake Disney, though? Interesting. Because mm-hmm. I don't know how they would ticket Lake Disney. Anyway... So much for that. (laughs) Right. I believe we have a question from Bob. We do. We do. Shall I play it? Are you ready, everybody? I'd love you to. I'm going to hope that I press the question and not the answer now. Um, This is technology for you, folks. Here we go. How pleasant bobbing along. Hi, everybody. Bob here. Before it was released, which film was known in Hollywood as Disney's Folly? I know that. Yeah, pretty easy one this week, isn't it? It is. Mm. You're not challenging us, Bob. Should we have answers in the chat? Mm. Or do we? Or do we wait to hear the answer? Well, they can put answers in the chat if they like. Or they yeah, can put wait. answers in the chat. That's fine. Yeah. Harry yeah. says it was on Lake Disney. She oh. didn't know, but she saw them. She oh. saw the tickets were on sale. Non, wow. Non-buyers regret. Um. <laughs> I yeah. I wish I'd looked into this a little more before we came on because when we've been to a firework event on Lake Disney, it was a free for all, wasn't it? Yes. It was a hotel residence. Thing. I think you could go on. If you weren't a hotel resident, there was no one stopping you. It was just to walk up and watch it. Mm-hmm. Right. So, our discussion for this week. Just because it's Valentine's Day, we thought we would talk romance and love. Oh. Me and Hugh aren't even in the same shot anymore with, with, with that. I can fix that. Beyond. Hang on, here you go. We're not even in the there same house. Oh, uh, yeah, we are. Love, look at the, the two Valentine's. of us. Here you go. That's just for you. Pew. Um, I'm going back so now. we want to talk about romantic ways to spend Valentine's, romantic things to do for your loved ones or buy for your loved ones or whatever. And I think we'll just go around the circle and go, any ideas, chaps? Hmm. Well, do you want to start then? I do. <laughs> First of all... And then I will just repeat what you said. Yeah. Yeah. But with a dream Otherwise you'll have got it eyes. wrong. Like like a rubbish Mr. and Mrs. Um, right, first of all, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking, which restaurants would you go to? Now, specifically, I wouldn't go to a buffet restaurant, I don't think, if you're trying to be romantic, mm. you're trying to butter them up. You want something a little less rowdy and intimate where you don't have to keep leaving each other. So I would recommend um, the Silver Spur Steakhouse. Oh, yeah, we like it there. Yeah, which is table service and mm. premium dining. No characters. I don't think characters are romantic. I don't know about you. I wouldn't recommend character dining. I mean, it depends, because, like, if, if your other half is rather uh, partial to a, a particular princess, that could be very romantic and selfless of you to uh, to invite that particular princess over. <laughs> You'd be very secure in yourself, wouldn't you, <laughs> to invite the princess over? <laughs> Um, so I'd recommend the Silver Spur Steakhouse or, um, I mean, the Creme de la Creme used to be Walt's Restaurant on Main mm-hmm. Street and you could time your seating there for when the parade went past and because it's a first floor restaurant, you could watch the parade if nice. you got a, a view. Uh, and I'm sure you could request to be at a table um, thing there. But 
Waltz is one of those mysterious happenings at Disneyland Paris, which it closed with no talk of reopening, as did Pizza Planet many years ago. Mm-hmm. So we don't know if uh, they've abolished it, if they're refurbing it, if it was, you know, if just a change of management. So Waltz has kind of gone, it's been cupboarded at the moment. But my recommendation for food would be either the Silver Spurs Steakhouse or Waltz. Um, I would do a buffet. Would you? No, I wouldn't. Just that you said buffet. <laughs> um, well, I'm, I was originally thinking, I was with um, uh, Mark, um, Matt Chester in the chat has said uh, Captain Jack's because of the moody lighting. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And I'd be happy if I was taken there. But then also, I'm not, I don't really like fish. So maybe I'd go to the uh, Agrabah. Because then you'd have something interesting to talk about with the, you know, the interesting foods. You know, you kind of, you go on a bit of a, a food adventure together. Like, oh, this is interesting. Try this. You mm. know, that kind of vibe. Nice. I think it, another good thing about the Agrabah is because of its layout, it's like a, a load of little tunnels and alleys. You're fairly private yeah, wherever you Yeah, you do get some nice sticks. little private areas, yeah. Yeah, I love it in there. You've always always got an alcove or something haven't you so you're never in this big rowdy kids running around screaming restaurant so i agree agrabah's a good choice me, I think me and you I'm were going, going towards there. captain jack's now though i'd forgotten about captain jack's when we when we when, me and you, when, when we all go together at some point me and you are going to agrabah it's, yeah. it's that's a day. fine i'm a little i'm a little unadventurous with that kind of food but i'm okay if i know exactly what's in it yeah yeah but when you're going to a buffet you don't know exactly what's in it and sometimes True. there's just some spicy slop and you're there going i'm quite fussy but i do love a spicy slop <laughs> don't I, darling <laughs> so that's what he wrote in his valentine's card this morning <laughs> to my spicy slop <sighs> you taste uh, just as good coming out back out as you did going in hasn't oh god chris any thoughts on food what would you do well, okay let me just set the scene for you right because it's february still a bit chilly you're out for a nice walk mm. down main street you've had a really lovely day and uh you need a bit you, you need a wee basically you need to go to the toilet but um you know you can hold it for a few more minutes but she can't so you say you go you go to the toilet go go to the one um, in the liberty arcade and uh and I'll, I'll go get us a table, love. I'll go get us a table. And you go, like anybody would, straight into Casey's Corner. You queue for 25 minutes. And when you get to the front, you wait for another five minutes while the person in front orders three coffees and they get made one at a time. Eventually, you finally get there and you order your own coffee. So there's another couple of minutes to wait for that. And you get your food and you go back out into the Liberty Arcade where there's a couple of tables just positioned there nicely. And uh, your other half hasn't managed to get one because it's really busy, so you're just going to have to eat them as you walk. But you hand it over and go, there you go, love. Have a bite of my wiener. What's more romantic than that? <laughs> Chris, that's really beautiful. Thank you for that. It's you really beautiful. Or, 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 and this is the other option, um, you uh, you go to the Silver Spur, which is really nice, um, and, and mm. have a nice, like, weighted meal. And I'll go to uh, Bella Notte and get spaghetti. Yeah, it's a bit messy that though, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a lovely idea, you know, that whole sucking mm. spaghetti, but it's a bit messy and, you know, COVID era and all that sort of stuff, probably not advisable to be, like, snogging over pasta. Well, you are on a date. Yeah. But you I can suppose... have two metres all night. But, and, and also, actually, the big benefit of Bella Notte is you're literally across the road from uh, Small World, which means you can go and have a nice romantic boat trip afterwards. Oh, yeah. 
Well, is that the next part? Like, what, what's the most romantic ride? <clears throat> to be honest, I, these categories are just, like, floating around. It can be anything you want to do <laughs> romantic. But the next thing I was thinking, is still kind of food and drink related, is... <laughs> Get battered. <laughs> I would... Well, yeah. So that he's putty in your hands. Because I have never had a glotini, and it has been on my list... Still? I still haven't had one. It's literally been on my list every time we've gone for the last sort of five or six times. Mm-hmm. And glotini is just a martini with a glow, glowing ice cube <laughs> in it, but it just looks... A bit of plastic with a battery really, in it. Yeah, <laughs> but it just looks really exciting and fun and novel mm. and all that kind of thing. Um, the, the reason is, just to go a little personal on this, is I don't really drink much anymore. And I, I don't not drink, but I just don't drink particularly. And I always like the idea of a glotini, but when it comes to it and I'm tired and it's all this, I just I just don't fancy one. I just think it'd send me under. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a theme park day is a hard day. However, if it was Valentine's Day and you were there to spend time together and there was romance in the air, I think taking a good sort of hour in the middle of the day to go up to Cafe Fantasia, which is in the Disneyland Hotel, that's got a, a beautiful bar that overlooks um, Town Square... And sit there with either a glotini or a hot chocolate, depending on the day. I think that would be a really nice thing to do. So is that the next thing? Drink? Doesn't have to be. Well, I, I want Because you mentioned rides and stuff. What I'd like to do then, right? So let's just say we've finished eating our wieners and, uh, and chips and that, right? And then, and then uh, I'd be like over to Laura and go, Hey, Laura, voulez-vous un promenade avec moi? And she'd be like, yeah, right then. And I'd go, right. Let's go up Aladdin's Passage. And then we go up Aladdin's Passage. Cause it's it just a nice little walk. It's a nice little is walk. Is this because Matt Ryan yeah, a little bit, Nor- a bit. romantic northern French talking? Yeah, yeah, I thought I'd try and get it in there, you know. Just just a bit of it. Oh, dear. Or if, like, Anna, she said, I want you to take me up the North Mountain uh, yeah, go, well, right now. So I go, well, how, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm not prepared to go that far, but how about we go up Aladdin's Passage instead? Mm-hmm. I think that's she fair, isn't it? She is a lucky, lucky girl. Yeah, yeah. I think so. You know, you know, what I'd do. I'd go for a walk around Adventureland at dusk, just as the lights are coming on. Oh, oh yeah, nice. With a bit of yeah. fog as well, a little bit of mist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd yeah. be lovely. You, you've got this, you we... see. I'm not a big Valentine's Day person, so you, you obviously understand about romance and stuff. Whereas I'm a bit of a novice, you know. I just, I think yeah. I know what women want. I obviously don't. You know, it's a bit funny as well, like cause, you like... are all women want. You don't need to know. <laughs> You know, she might say, do you want to explore a cave? And we'd have a good laugh at that. We'd have a little giggle. Like, oh, <laughs> I, chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> joking aside, we when we went uh, sort of the height of summer, we went July. Um, so the sun wasn't going down till nearly, you know, like half past nine, the sun went down. Instead of waiting for the fireworks, everybody else in the world seemed to be stood in the hub waiting for fireworks. We went round Adventureland there was nearly nobody else there. Mm. It was the most gorgeous dusk. It was the most gorgeous temperature. This wouldn't work in February. But because everyone else was waiting for the fireworks, the land was about to close. Wasn't that the... That's one of my favourite memories of Disneyland Paris. Can't remember. What? <laughs> I'm joking. Oh, my. Andrew Palmer said that uh, the booths in the cable car bake shop are romantic. And I was thinking that too, actually. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Popping in there. The, the only thing about that is the, the booths, booths are nice, but there's kind of... There's, there's the boobs, and then there's like kind of a big open bit that makes me kind of I feel like I'm sat in a, like a bit of a 
like, it's another like a corridor or something. You know, there's a big open bit like near near the counters. I don't like the open bit. So get up towards the back near the yeah, arcade. Yeah, towards the back, you wouldn't feel that open. A bit more bit, tucked away, it'd be nice yeah. in there. Well, yeah. uh, Mark Riley's actually saying we're very much aligned with the dedicated DLP's recent Valentine's Day recommendations. Oh, there are we, we go. Aladdin's Back Passage and, uh, and Casey's Corner for the win. Yeah. Do you know I what I do know. next? Can I tell I you what I do next? Can I? Can I? Can I tell mm-hmm. you? Right, Laura is really keen on the uh, on, on Merlin's wands, so I think we go up to the castle, and uh, I, I go and get one of those wands and let her choose it. There you go. No, nothing lovely. smutty. Nothing smutty. Honestly. Oh, okay. Well, as soon as you said wand, my mind was. Yeah. And then I, and then I give it to her and I go, here, have a look on this, love. <sighs> I wouldn't. <laughs> Um, that's a really lovely gift and I think so. a general recommendation I think going for a Valentine's gift that would be a good shop to go to it's the Ariba, no, is that the Arebus Brothers because they do the boutique on Main Street as well they're both Arebus Brothers but there's glass blowing involved there is <laughs> here's a good uh, date activity get on buzz it's a bit competitive it's fun. Yes. Because the thing is about romance, it's not all about going, ooh, ah. It's about having fun together. Yes, and a good agreed. Giggle, and, a, and a good giggle. I agree. Mm. Shooting some aliens and going, ooh, you beat me. Here's another one. If you like, because a lot of the rides that you could go on are very, very communal. Small mm-hmm. world and pirates, etc. But get yourself on a dune buggy. Get yourself in Phantom Manor. You're in a shell. Completely private. We could have a little snog. Oh, interesting! Especially when it breaks down. Oh, oh, if you can, yeah. if you can yeah. give up, if if you can forego your nose picking, you could have a cheeky snog. <sighs> do, as long as it's not opposite that demon dog. Do need that bit in between um, <laughs> Madame Leota and the dining room. That really dark bit. It's a great place to clean your nasal passages. <laughs> yep, yep. Or have a snog. <laughs> you know, boys. Boys, when I suggested a Valentine's <laughs> special, this wasn't the kind of chat I had in mind. No, but um, if if the lights came on and she was like, what are you doing? You could go, um, I pick you. <laughs> and then you just wipe it on her. Jesus. <laughs> on the side of her face. Say it would be me to go with it this way. I've got another okay. good one, Lucy. I've got another really good one. Right. Oh, well, I, I was could... just going to offer one and then I'll oh, go on. Go, go, throw go. it over. Um, a nice leisurely trip on the Molly Brown and get up top deck and get round the back, but not near the horn, because that is ridiculously loud. And we'll Lucy, you have you round the back, but are. you're not allowed don't, the horn. Don't say the word horn. <laughs> you can go around the back, though. Um, is this on Valentine's Day or, or just a romantic day? Just any romantic day, because oh, it okay. might, might be someone's anniversary. Oh, good, and I'll it be working up special day. To proposing, go on, Chris. Autopia, go and be James Dean in a car, arm round like that. <laughs> hey, yeah, what? Yeah, because actually, especially Cruising. when it's getting dark, it's lovely drive going on Autopia when it's dark. It is just not when you've got two screaming kids sat next to you. But I imagine it could yeah. be quite romantic, you know. Ooh, mm-hmm. bit of passion in the car, and also like if you something... want, you don't have to steer. You could just like you could just kiss all the way around. That feels like something a young Instagram couple might do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can just imagine it, especially around sunset. 
Do you know we should do a, a list of a list of Twilight rides? There are certain rides that are best at Twilight, and I think Autopia would be one of them. Um, I, I'm thinking because I know a lot of people propose at uh, Disneyland and Disney World. I just want to share a story from Suze. Susie. I don't know if I've mentioned it. She vlogs when she goes, and she was once. Vlogging and walking along and she just walked between a man on his knees and a woman getting proposed to during her vlog. And mm. she was so engrossed in what she was doing, she didn't even realise. She she cited so. that as her uh, most embarrassing Disney memory oh, yeah, when we did the competition. <laughs> and she, she sent did. me the audio at the same time as well to say, here, listen to this, you can hear it happening. Brilliant. And I've done the same. Brilliant. And Lucy had to tell me, she said, you know, you just walked through a proposal. I walked right through the middle yeah. of it as the friend was recording it. <laughs> And actually, I kind of shrugged, like, uh, I got a bit defensive, and I went, well, I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't go, oh, no, did I? Oh, oh dear, I'm oh. sorry. I just went, well, I didn't know. <laughs> so no I think one thing, and it's too late for any any of us three, because we've already done it, but I think if you're young and free, to propose in Disneyland is a beautiful thing. It's a it's a lovely place. And, it's unless lovely... you're Melanie Raven's... Would, would because then like, mm, she does it relentlessly and never gets any word, does she? Bless her. You're in the camp of a bit obvious, aren't you? With that one. No, I don't I'm know. Like, uh, so no, I don't know bad mouth anyone who's going to watch this and <laughs> plans to do that. But um, <laughs> I, I it's, think it's it's not for, it's not for me. It's not the obviousness. Uh, it's just I would feel a bit. I'll 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 be uncomfortable doing it, especially when there's loads of people around as well. I wouldn't like that. Okay, um, well, how's this one? I've, I've heard this. I'm stealing this, but okay. I do think it's a good idea, and I would <clears> like <throat> it. Um, somebody can't go on a ride, or you make an excuse to work one around. Say, okay, just wait for me by the photo booth, and then you go on pirates and you hold up a sign. Will you marry me at the photo point? Or you do it behind the head, and they don't see it, and then when you go and look for your photo. There's a proposal there. Don't you Would feel, that be a good proposal? Don't you feel really sorry for everybody else who's on that boat? I don't, actually, because if I was on that boat and that happened, I would totally buy that photo and I'd be like, look, we're <laughs> a proposal. We'd part of those people's lives. I'd, I'd Photoshop it so it said, um, uh, I know what you did. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you did. Um... Oh, God. Matt's wife said the uh, show's taking a weird turn. Yeah, so, sorry Matt that. Riley says, uh, <laughs> I really don't know why you don't have 100 subscribers yet. And I don't know either. <laughs> is, that, is that his passive-aggressive way of saying, keep on track, guys, keep on track? <laughs> Reeling them back in. <laughs> oh, dear. Right. Secret, secret spots. Are there any nice secret spots that you might take your, to your loved one? Why? Just to, to be peaceful and quiet. <laughs> Stand in silence. I was thinking a trip on the Disneyland Paris <laughs> railway could be a nice 25 minutes. You know, get a, particularly now with social distancing, you can get a car to yourself, stare out the window, hold hands. If they're annoying you, you could go into the maze and, like, lose them. Ooh. Yes. What about, like, uh, the... the um... Toilets around the back of Toad Hall because they're always really quiet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Sorry, I'm sorry. We'll be better next week. I promise. Well, 
it's fine. I just, I feel <laughs> you two are just like, you, I just, you can't find the romance. And we said some romantic you, things. You, you we went in, for a, a, okay. a walk around adventure land at dusk. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was good. Went on Autopia. That was mm-hmm. lovely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That was lovely. Well done. Sco- we, Scooby snacks all around. We, we went just, on a, we, exciting we, Agrabah meal. Yeah. And planned for the What's future as well, Hugh. Yeah. What more do you want, woman? Yeah. Right. We, we do have okay. shows like this every now and again, though, don't we? Let, let's be honest. Every now and again, I we have shows. <laughs> I feel like rides like Orbitron are kind of, you know, that sort of classic fairground romantic Oh, Dumbo, type of thing. yeah. The teacups. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carousel, holding it, hands across horses. Yeah, and if you were in Three a montage, times you'd, you'd, you'd eaten candy floss or something. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they're the obvious the choices, aren't they? Yeah. I think we all just live romance through Instagram these days, so when you do think of a, a romantic moment, you're thinking of that, the shot with the filter, aren't you? Mm-hmm. X-Pro no, 2 on. I think of uh, Naked Gun when they go on that date. Woke up this morning feeling fine. <laughs> Remember. Yeah. Okay. Uh. And finally, let's go on to our and finally, Chris. Mm. That's that's the photo cue. Oh, and is finally. it indeed? Look, let's see if this works. Are you ready? Yeah. It did. Look, we're over here now. And that's Yay. over there. What you can see there going down the motorway. What's the French word for motorway? I should know this. We've driven on it enough times. Le oh, it's not autobahn. It's not autobahn because that's uh, German. Autobahn. Sorry, we've got a couple of questions. Um, okay. We'll come back to them. Okay. What, what we're looking at? Right, that is the turrets off the castle being um, taken away down the motorway oh, on the back of a flatbed. I wonder what this was. Right, li- listeners, uh, Lucy sent us a picture today to <laughs> use as the background on the video version of this show that you were listening to mm-hmm. and not seeing, which you should be, you know, think on because you can't see. Um, so I wonder what this was. So they're taking the turrets of the castle down the motorway. Yeah, to fix and repair. I thought this um, has appeared on several Disney accounts, um, and I thought that it was the, for some reason, you know, the Heart of, the, Heart of Animation? Oh, yeah. No. And, well, I thought in sections it was, and then I realised it was the turrets. Mm-hmm. So uh, how bizarre is that to see? But that does mean a quite major renovation and my hope that they could rush it through as quick as possible is looking dark and dim at the moment. But yeah, I just thought that would be a cute little and finally story. Hmm. I just realised I didn't have a microphone switched on in that picture for me. So anything I said wouldn't have been heard anyway. So it's good job I didn't really say anything. All right. You Do you go. have anything you want to say? No. Let's go on to listener questions. Uh, listener viewer questions. There's a couple of things. Um, Mark Riley says, should proposal be banned? Oh, interesting. He first said, should vlogging be banned? Oh. No. No, because we're addicted to watching Disney vloggers. We are, but do you know what? um, I I like to watch a a, a, a Walt Disney World vlog, but when they get together, there's a few vloggers will go on a day out together. Mm. It's really, really weird because in the background of... Each vlogger's video are like three people photographing the food, you know, all vlogging and like the, the, none of them are really properly interacting with each other. Well, they do interact, but at any given point, there's someone just go, walking around with a camera and it's, it, it's suddenly like it shows you how weird it is. Mm-hmm. When it's just someone, someone, someone looking to the, to the camera and you're watching them, that's fine. But when you can see three other ones in the background all doing the same thing, 
I just think this is so odd. Yeah. Anyway, but I don't think it should be banned. It isn't. It's a really interesting discussion though because they've um, banned things like extension poles for selfies. Um, it would be very hard for them to differentiate between someone just making a holiday video or FaceTiming the friend and going, look, I'm in Disneyland yeah. and a vlogger, uh, you know, in the moment that they see it. But also, Disney get an awful lot of free publicity out of vloggers. Oh, yeah. And like, it's, very, it's very useful. Yeah. If, you, if you're planning on going. It is. Um, I can see how it can be slightly disruptive to certain guests, but I think that the pros for everybody, including the guests, far outweigh the cons. If you do want to do a bit of research yeah. on your hotel, certain mm. restaurants and meals and so on. Anna Marie says, says uh, I'd much rather have an engagement photo shoot. Imagine having post-ride hair. Uh, <laughs> but Andrew Palmer asks the question, where is the best place to buy jewellery? Ooh. I bought jewellery once, and that was from the uh, whatever shop has got the beanstalk outside. Yeah. Because I met Lucy and Bonnie, and then as we were stood there, because I, I bought a Christmas present, and as I was stood there watching the uh, show in front of the castle, uh, I thought, I think I've got the wrong colour. So I went, so I went, I'll be back in a minute, and I just had to go all the way back to swap, just to swap the colour mm. in my best French. It's um, the best place to buy jewellery. I'm I'm obsessed with the... I say cheap, it's not dirt cheap. It is like £20 for a necklace, but it's it's on your stands. It's mm-hmm. on your little carousels. And they're <clears throat> in most of the major gift shops. You can find these carousels in the Emporium, in some Mickey's, in um, World of Disney and things like that. For your slightly more expensive, you've got two options. You've got Merlin's in the castle um, that sell... Well, they're... That's where you would find, you know, the um, Svorsky crystal um, and sculptured castles for like £900 and stuff and three grand and, you know, all that massive stuff. But if you want some proper diamond earrings and elaborate things that are more like €200, that's where you'd get those. And also, and it's the second time I've mentioned it, and I know exactly where it is, that shop that's halfway down Main Street that sells pins and books and artwork, but it also has your jewellery, and I can't remember. That might be, no, not Lily's Boutique, that's the homeware one. But halfway down Main Street, and I'm sorry, I can't think of it. I'm not good with shops at all at DLP. No, I'm, I'm not, not good with there, the shops. No. Why are you asking, Andrew? Are you going to buy us a little present each? Ooh. Oh, that's nice of you, Andrew. Um, so that's the answer to where's best to buy jewellery. A lavalier would be nice, thank you. Uh, oh, uh, Mark Riley, um, in reference to the picture of the turrets on the back of that truck, he thinks they're part of Madonna's new costume. Mm. <laughs> well, she, if she's put on lockdown weight the way I have, she'll need something that big. I don't imagine if we standing up with them on, though, do you? What do you reckon? <laughs> Play she does a back. lot of yoga. <laughs> She does a lot of yoga. She's very strong. He also adds that uh, on his vlogging, uh, don't you ruin your own experience when you're vlogging. You're not really there. You can do if I'll you... be honest. <clears throat> I, I, find, I do find that I really enjoy vlogging and I really enjoy watching the vlogs back, but it does interrupt the family holiday. And particularly from, from Bonnie's point of view, I do spend a lot of time going, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Well, we're at Disney, Disneyland. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to vlog when we go to Florida and there's particular things I do want to vlog but I kind of decided in my own head that 
I'll, I'll limit it to those one things. Like if I decide I'm going to vlog a restaurant, I'll vlog that restaurant, but then I won't vlog for the rest of the day. Cause, but these people who vlog all day, I think that they are childless or they're on their own a lot of the time. Mm. Um, but I, I just don't think it's fair on the people you're with if you do a, a dawn till dusk vlog. So what I'll probably... Do, I did it last time because we, it was reopening after COVID and I felt that it was... And Bonnie was vlogging as well. And Bonnie was vlogging. <laughs> with a, with a kiddie zoom. With for a little, yeah, for a kiddie zoom. Kiddie yeah. zoom. Um, but yeah, I think what we'll do in the future is we'll decide to vlog small pockets and we'll vlog that small pocket and then not do it for the rest of the day. I do agree it can ruin your day, but I, I'm terrible at social media and I know a lot of people who live tweet or they're, they're uploading pictures to mm. Facebook or Instagram as they're there. I couldn't be bothered doing that. I couldn't, I don't want to look at my phone. That's what it is. That would ruin my day having to look at my phone all day. Looking at your camera, well, you, I use my phone as my camera, but it's different. And then putting your camera in your bag, I feel it's, it's a little more social. Mm. It's each mm. to their own, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Any more thoughts, or should we have Bob's question? Yeah, Bob's let's, answer. let's have Bob's answer. Are you ready for it? Okay. Here goes yes. Bob. The answer was Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. The critics were absolutely certain nobody would want to sit through over an hour of cartoons. Bob Samuel on 37 Bob. Disney Bob. Street. Bob. Bob. <laughs> there we go. Uh, and he said dwarfs. Because yes. he Because he he's a pro. He knows. Exactly. He's a pro. Hannah Marie got that right. Uh, someone, one of the marks, uh, said it was that or Fantasia. Mm. Mm-hmm. So no, no points for you. <laughs> All right, guys. That about wraps us up for this week. I want to give my usual housekeeping shout-outs. We're about to film and, uh, yeah, film and record another... 37 Quizney Street episode. It's the third one in this series. Uh, currently, Hugh is ahead. <gasps> this is the first time this has ever happened. He managed to creep ahead last I had a week. great round yeah. on my I new board. Just <laughs> keep winning, just keep winning. <laughs> so we're going to see if um, Chris can claw back his lead um, that he's held on to for like 12 episodes now and um, see if you can claw that back oh I just want to say for the listeners the audio listeners I held up my whiteboard which is a dory shaped thing it's magnificent you should see it <laughs> and that will be released on Wednesday um, we've got a classic show next week which will be Chicken Little you can like and subscribe on YouTube. You can subscribe on iTunes. You, if you want to leave us reviews, that always helps us on iTunes. Um, or uh, like, subscribe, bell notifications on YouTube. We also have Patreon, if anyone would like to support the channel and the small costs that we do incur, bringing this to you on a weekly basis. Um, I think Chris wanted to say something. Okay. Yeah, just on the video front, I posted a new book review last week of the maps of the Disney parks, and I have a copy still in cellophane to give away. And all you have to do is answer the question on it, which is what uh, song from a Disney film Lucas was talking about that, that uh, YouTube then translated into somebody's name. And uh, just even mm. if you see the comments in the in the chat and you know what the answer is, just post it in the comments for that video. Because I'm going to do a pick everyone's names and stick it on one of those 
wheels on the internet that goes like this, and then it picks someone out and it says who's won. So if, it's, if you want to... stumped us, that question. We, we can't get it, could we? we were Sarah like, Tahira. What's he talking about? Sarah. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah Tahira. Sarah Tahira. Sarah Tahira. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so go and watch that video on our YouTube channel, Another Book Review. Also, Hugh put up the legend of Phantom Manor, <laughs> didn't you? Which is... I've been meaning to little, do that for ages. Little novelty, novelty video. And I had to put it, it makes I had to put it together on my phone because uh, I was on my work Mac and they've taken uh, iMovie off us, so I, I, <gasps> so I couldn't do that at lunch. And I couldn't be bothered turning my laptop on, so I did it on my phone, which took so much longer. There you go. It's a great story. It's <laughs> still a good story, just as good as when you told viewing. me the other day. <laughs> oh, I told you it in great technical detail. You really I thought, did. You'll yeah. like this. You'll like this. So thank you all for tuning in for another week. Thank you for joining us if you've joined us live and in the live chats. If not, why not join us? We're at 8.30 every Sunday night. I've been Lucy. You've been great. Bye-bye. Bye. Au revoir.